Hi guys, welcome to Patrice Lascelles Podcast. I'm Patrice. I am um, excited about today's podcast. I actually tried to record it last week and I was sick um, and I probably still sound a little like congested or whatever, but I didn't want you guys to suffer by hearing my voice when I sounded like this. <laughs> so now that I have a voice and I can talk, even though I still sound like, I don't know, like I'm talking in like um, a jar or something. <laughs> but yeah, so today's topic is about kingdom boldness. Um, it was inspired by uh, work two weeks ago. And so I went through something, I think it was like two weeks in a row where I was going through like a crazy, crazy testing period. And I'm like, what the heck? And um, it was something the Lord, an area the Lord began to deal with me in, um, the area of boldness. And so um, I, I'll share a little bit about that process. But before I do, I want to um, kind of take a look of look at boldness like what is boldness and as I like try to tackle like such a big and broad um topic I realize that I'm nowhere I'm not going to be able to kind of tackle this thing full force but I at least want to kind of get you thinking or just kind of share what the Lord has been speaking to me and the revelations that I received. And so I kind of took a step back um, and looked at the word boldness and I just started to write down like, what does boldness, like, how can I see boldness in someone? And I started to realize like when it comes to boldness, like you usually have like two extremes, you have two different types of people. And so when I started to think about like, okay, how do I see boldness in a person or what type of person, you know, typically do I consider bold? And I started to think about the person that's usually outspoken, like the extremely outspoken person that seems like super fearless, like they are the people that always have something to say. And they appear to be so confident, like they just appear to be like super fearless. And they're typically like the loudest people in the room. And always all eyes are usually on them and I think most of the time we associate or consider I don't know about you but myself maybe like wow this person is bold like this person is confident like and they could be wrong but just because they have like this boldness about them this confidence in them um that they just don't care they're outspoken they you know are not shy they're not timid and I'm like whoa that's typically how you know one of the ways that you see boldness and then I realized okay another way that you can write or we might classify somebody as being bold it might the other extreme will be the person that's super rude and abrupt so you know the person that doesn't really care about other people's feelings um they claim they always claim to be telling the truth no matter like if they offend other people or not but these are the people that's always again like abrupt outspoken rude um don't really care you know they're going to get their point across they don't care who toes they step on or who they offend like whoever is offended they need to go deal with it and um (laughs) you know sometimes we may consider that person as bold as well but when I think when you look at those two types of people they both have something in common like 
they're what they're doing or who they are that like is rooted in insecurity like the person is usually outspoken that has to be heard that needs to be validated by people so they're the ones that's always loud always speaking i don't know like if you ever had a job and you were in a meeting or if you you know were in a class and it's a person that always has to raise their hand or they always have always have to um like say something or chime in or get their point across and that person may be you <laughs> but like that person just always has something to say whether it's super important or is not like it's like oh they get they receive their validation by being you know in the forefront by being and, and it's insecurity masquerade like it's hidden insecurity but it's they try to masquerade or or you know i hope that's the right word i'm using but it appears as boldness when it's literally insecurity wrapped in just being loud (laughs) and the same thing for the super abrupt and rude person like they feel that they have to prove a point or they have to like do something or they have to be right or you know they have to like be super hard or whatever but that's rooted in insecurity as well and i started looking at those are worldly views of boldness like those are worldly views like what does boldness look and look like in the kingdom and, and and it actually looks looks different and throughout scripture like there's so many different times where you see you know Jesus or you see the disciples or you see other men and women of God um who were required to walk in boldness and and that looked different each and every time sometimes that looked like someone being bold and having to confront something or at other times I look like someone actually being humble and low but it's still kingdom boldness and so when I think about kingdom boldness it looks different it looks different in in each situation in each circumstance it's not a blueprint to what kingdom boldness is it's not a step one step two step three or it's not a checklist to check off okay am I being bold right now yes I I met this point. I met this this um this criteria. This fits. I'm I'm being bold right now. I don't feel like we can like take boldness, kingdom boldness and do that to it. I feel like kingdom boldness truly is being led by the Holy Spirit. It's being led by the Holy Spirit. Um as believers, we're called to walk in kingdom boldness because there's a huge difference between worldly boldness and kingdom boldness. Like I said, at times, God may require you to confront something and, and at other times he may require you to be silent because he's going to confront it or he's going to deal with that situation and your silence or you not confronting something doesn't mean that you're not walking in boldness. It actually does mean you're walking in boldness because you're courageous and you're trusting in God and what he's telling you to do and at other times he may ask you to say something or do something that's super hard and you're you may be super afraid and you may feel like oh I may come off aggressive or people are going to think I'm being aggressive but it's not you being aggressive it's you actually walking in your boldness and you doing what God is telling you to do in that moment and so I just want to talk about like what this looked like for me two weeks ago I'll start with a little background of like how I'm wired how I grew up and um some of you guys may know um and some of you guys that may be your first time listening or getting to know me a bit but 
I am a super like shy person. Um, I always consider myself shy growing up. I'm an introvert. Like I could be in my room and I could live and have the best time of my life without being near people. I love people, but I think after a certain time period, like uh, after a certain amount of time, I get overwhelmed. <laughs> like I literally get overwhelmed. And I didn't like as I like got older, you would think like, oh, the older you get, the better it gets. Like it's times when where I'm in a room full of like strangers and I feel like I'm gonna have a flipping panic attack. And I started noticing this stuff about my myself like like within the last two years and I'm like whoa Patrice like what the heck is this so y'all the Lord is working with me in this area of boldness and 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 um not using uh the label shy um as an excuse to be awkward (laughs) so yeah I'm still growing in that area but (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I grew up super shy um, and I realized, I think recently the Lord just kind of revealed to me that as a child, I grew up in, you know, I was kind of, I was very soft-spoken. I didn't say too much. Um, I was introverted. You know, I didn't really express my thoughts or my feelings. I wasn't a mute. I would say stuff, but I definitely was not a bold child. You know how you have some children that's super bold and they say anything and you're like looking at them and it's funny, but then you're like, whoa, like this child has no filter. I was a child with too much filter. Like I wouldn't say anything. And so the Lord began to reveal to me recently that I believe two lies growing up. The first lie that I believe was that one, um, no one wants to hear what I have to say. And so I believe that, oh, no one wants to hear what I have to say. So I wouldn't say anything. And then the second thing that I believe was, well, even if I did say something, nothing's going to change. And so the Lord showed me that those two lies caused me to be mute. It caused me to not have a voice. And that was the enemy's way as a child to keep me silent from speaking up and speaking out. And so I didn't know that until recently. And I'm like, whoa, Lord, like the enemy knew what you called me to do. He knew that my voice was the very weapon, the very tool that you're going to use for me to speak, for me to teach, for me to whatever he knew if I can get her as a child to be quiet that I can like really hold her back in her calling and her purpose and so I had no flipping idea until recently and I'm like wow the enemy's so clever but God is so good so that's how I was wired I you know I believe that oh no one wants to hear what I have to say or even if I say something like it's not going to change anything and so I my entire life would hold back you know, and not say anything. And so I went on this journey where the Lord began to deal with me about my voice. And so he dealt with me by putting me in front of um, people or putting me in situations where I would have to speak up or say something. And I was nervous as crap, but um, I had to do it. And so he began to do that. And then in the last year or two years, actually the last two years, he um, began to deal with me concerning my voice through prophetic words and so I received so many prophetic words where um 
one time I remember that I was at church. I was at this conference and the pastor, when he got, he actually came and prophesied over our entire row. And when he reached me, he said, the deliverance is in your mouth. And so I had no clue. I'm like, deliverance is in my mouth. Deliverance is in my mouth. I had no clue what that meant. <laughs> and so, you know, it's one of those things I wrote in my journal, like, oh, deliverance is in my mouth. But yet I was still silent. And so the next time, you know, I mean, the next word, one of the other powerful words I received was I went to another conference and I'm this woman she actually this lady she prophesied over me and she began she began to tell me like God is saying he God said that you have not said what he told you to say and that you're not using your voice and that your mouth is going to be a weapon for him and you're going to say what he told you to say and stop being scared and da 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 and I think I just literally cried because I would the Lord would show me things and he and I would see things and he would tell me things yet I was too afraid to speak because again my fear was rooted in no one wants to hear what I have to say and even if I say something nothing's going to change so what's the point so this is me dealing with my voice even up until um uh within the last 2 years this process and then I remember um a friend of mine she prophesied over me and she said God is saying that if you don't speak what he's telling you to speak that and then it won't happen like it's so it's it's a really heavy heavy like responsibility but if you don't say it it won't happen and so now i'm like okay lord how much pressure is on me to actually speak deliverance people won't be delivered if i don't speak um things won't happen if i don't speak it like all of this stuff but yet i'm wrestling with using my voice so this has been an interesting journey very interesting journey and then i'll also share an encounter where the lord actually started to tell me that i would speak his word before all of these prophetic words i was actually in worship one time and the lord told me he said i'm putting my word in your mouth and so I didn't know what that meant. All I knew was I think Jeremiah in the Bible had a similar encounter where the Lord say, I'm, said, I'm putting my word in your mouth. And so I'm like, oh, does that mean I'm going to prophesy or a prophet? Like, what is this? And after I came out of that encounter with the Lord, less than 10 minutes later, the pastor comes over, lay hand, lays hands on me and say that you will prophesy. And I just remember at that point, I completely like fell out under the power of God. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I've been dealing with, that's a little background. So I don't want you to think, um, you know, that what I'm sharing, like this is literally my process. This is my journey. And I think um, when I, you know, started to like get revelation and wanted to like talk about kingdom boldness like I'm smack dead still in the middle of process but I realized so often we want to share once we get the victory or we're on the other side but we usually don't want to share in the middle of it so it may end up being a kingdom boldness part two the more or three as I continue to process through this but I want to kind of share what the Lord has been speaking to me and what he's been revealing to me. Um, so wanted to give you guys that backdrop so you know exactly how I'm wired. Maybe you're wired similar or you had similar experiences. But a couple of weeks ago at work, um, actually a couple of weeks ago, period, 
it was literally like the craziest week of my life (laughs) or the craziest two weeks it's like I was under attack on every side like physically sick going to the hospital dealing with like warfare at work like it was crazy and I was like whoa lord what the heck is going on and so this thing happened at work um where I where in where I would normally like you know let it go not say anything about it you know because of the way I'm I was wired or actually I'm not wired that way what I actually believe the lies that I believed in the past that the enemy told me my voice was not nobody would care what I have to say or it won't, nothing would change so I typically would have ran from what happened at work 2 weeks ago and even when I said, um, I actually had, you know, a situation happen at work and I typically would have ran from that. And even when I wanted to run from the situation or even when I told myself, because I was super upset about what happened at work and I told myself like, okay, well, maybe I'll take a couple of days to process this because I don't want to you know, react or say anything or do anything because I'm upset. So I'll take a couple of days. I actually have went to one of my friends at work and she's like, you're really upset right now. Just take a couple of days and you'll even see if it still matters, you know, if it's that important then. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So I go back. I went back to my desk and by the end of the day, when I tell you I had to confront this thing head on, <laughs> like, and it, it just lined up where I couldn't run from it or I couldn't, like, give it time to, like, simmer down or process to see. I literally had to, like, have a conversation and with people, you know, like, have what I would consider tough conversations and address it. It wasn't, and address the issue, like, confront it, address it and say okay what is the solution type of thing and that in itself like freaked me out because I at one point I was like super upset about what happened and then I felt this like righteous boldness and anger rise up in me where I said no actually this is an injustice and I'm going to deal with it. So I went to the people I needed to speak with about what I needed to speak with them about. um, And I spoke with them about the situation, asked them, you know, what needs to be done? How how are we resolving this? And at one point, I didn't know who I was. Like, I was sitting there like, whoa, who are you right now? Like, this is not the Patrice that I know. Like, I don't know you. And I kind of was like, whoa, what the heck is happening So when I went home that night, I laid in my bed and I just started crying. I started crying because I said, God, like, I want to, I want people to see you when they see me. Like, I'm sorry. Like, did I, like, was this okay? Did I handle it correctly? Like, you know, I don't want people to, like, I want to be a light in dark places. I don't want people to see, you know. Because to be honest, this is okay. This is me being super transparent. Nothing irks me more than a person who claims to be a Christian yet doesn't represent Christianity well. I remember this is me going on a, a sidebar, but I remember one time, like, 
um, I was with, uh, with a group of people and this one person said, oh, I'm a Christian. Yeah. In the next couple of phrases, they were cursing and it was a non-believer that said, don't you go to church all the time? Aren't you a Christian? Like, why are you talking like that? And in my head, I'm like, yes, (laughs) like what the heck? So I have this thing where I'm like, Lord, like, let me, let me reveal you. Let me exemplify you. Like, I want to die to myself if there's any selfishness in me, any ulterior motives. If I'm like, whatever it is, let it die because I need people when they see me, I need them to actually see you. So that has, that's my prayer point. That's my conviction. Like I'm always checking my heart. I'm always checking my motives because I need to die. I need people to see Jesus. I don't need people to see Patrice. So I went home, I cried, I laid in the bed and I'm like, God, you know, forgive me if I didn't handle this correctly, you know, all of this. And the Lord whispered and he said, Patrice, I'm a lion and I'm a lamb. And I said, whoa, immediately I felt like the Lord gave me permission to be bold. I felt like for so, so we often look at Christ and we look at him as the lamb only. And we know the, the sacrificial side of Christ. We know the gentle side of Christ, the loving side of Christ. And, you know, we that's what we know. That's what we know. That's what we know. And that's what we feel like we need to exemplify and show as a good Christian. But when he said, Patrice, I'm a lion and I'm a lamb. And I was like, oh, my God, Lord, I forgot that you roar like you are a lion like you are powerful like you aren't just some weak and and feeble Jesus that that everybody just stumped over like no actually Jesus you won't you weren't a punk you ain't no punk okay that's (laughs) I'm so laughing at myself but for real Jesus wasn't a punk and I was just like oh god you're right you were a lion and a lamb and there are going to be times where I have to be gentle and meek and and humble and there's times where I'm going to have to roar and I'm going to have to say things that that people may not like I'm going to have to say things or confront things head on even in a loving manner I'm not saying be confrontational but I'm saying kingdom boldness looks like being led by the Holy Spirit and sometimes that looks like having to speak up and speak out about certain things and one of the things I realized in Christianity the the scripture that we use to justify being you know confrontational and turning up on people or in, or in situations is when Jesus turned over the tables in the temple I think that's everyone's favorite scripture um, to justify their behavior as far as um, you know being having dealing in confrontation or dealing with confrontation or being confrontational however you want to explain it but in Matthew 21 verse 12 through 13 when Jesus turned over their temp those te- those tables in the temple why did he do that like we know what he did but why did he do it what moved Jesus to actually flip those tables over in the temple um when he saw that the people were in there and they were basically turning it into a house of thieves the the when he said this should be a house of prayer what moved Jesus 
Jesus was moved by a conviction. He knew the very reason that that temple was supposed to be holy and consecrated. He knew that what was happening and what he was wit- what he witnessed was an injustice. He knew that it was corruption. He was moved by a conviction that says what's happening right here is not right. This is not what's supposed to happen in the temple. This is not what's supposed to be taking place here. And so Jesus moved by a conviction turned over those tables. Jesus didn't turn over tables because he didn't like the people in the temple. Jesus didn't turn over the table because he wanted to say, I'm the son of God and I can do whatever I want to or son of man and I can flip tables over. No, Jesus didn't turn over tables because Jesus was rude. Jesus didn't turn over the table because he needed to prove that he was bold. No, actually Jesus was moved. There was a righteous anger. There was a righteous, there was conviction that rose up in him to say, no, this is a holy place. This is a a sacred place this is a place that's supposed to be consecrated and he was moved by that and so one of the ways to check if you're moving in kingdom boldness or if you're moving in worldly boldness what's motivating you what is your conviction why are you doing what you're doing Are you doing what you're doing because you're witnessing an injustice? Are you doing what you're doing or saying what you're saying because your feelings are hurt or because you want to prove a point? Or are you doing what you're doing because actually what you're witnessing is corruption? It's not supposed to happen and you're using your voice to bring light or shine light into something, a dark area or something that is actually bringing harm to someone else. Why are you moving in bonus? Are you moving in bonus because you want to flex your muscles or prove a point or appear to be something that you're not? Are you moving in bonus because you see something that's not right and you want it, you want things to change? What are why are we moving? What is our motivation? What why are we doing what we're doing? So that's one of the ways that we can check, you know, Am I being spirit led right now? Is this kingdom bonus or is this worldly bonus? Why am I doing what I'm doing right now? Is it because I'm offended and I'm angry? What they just said was wrong to me or what they did to me was wrong? Am I moving because I'm responding to that or... Am I actually God is saying right now in this situation, you need to say something? Or is God telling me in this moment right now, I need to be quiet? Am I moving out in my emotions or am I being spirit led? Like these are some of the questions when we are reacting or when we're handling situations where we can just, we can discern between if we're moving and being led by the Holy Spirit or if we're being um, moved by our emotions and we're being moved by um, our own feelings. Like, why are we doing, what is your conviction? What is your conviction in that moment? And I believe um, as I was even processing this thing and thinking through it and um, the Lord began to speak to me and he told me that he's actually calling some of you guys to confront corruption. Um, It may be corruption in your church. It may be corruption in the workplace. It may be corruption in your family. But as I wrote this, the Lord gave me this prophetic word that some of you guys that's listening to this podcast 
that he's actually assigning you to corruption. He's assigning you to injustice. He's assigning you to be a voice to the voiceless. Whether it may look like human trafficking, you're being a voice in that, or you're witnessing bribery and, and, and fraud on your job. Like some of you guys are going to be voices that confront corruption and you're going to bring light in dark places. And for some, and, and, and what I realized about it is that most of the people called to stuff like that is outside of your nature. It's outside of your character is outside of your comfort zone and the reason it's outside of that is because it's not going to be you doing it you have to rely on God to do it and that's what I realize about myself it's outside of my nature to say things it's outside of my nature to to um, address things or confront things like I'm so easy going where I'm just like okay it is what it is or I don't want any I avoid confrontation I hate it but sometimes God calls us to hard things because he knows that we can't do it in our strength and that we have to rely on him and I believe God is going to position some of you guys in places of darkness to be light to be voice um, voices to be a voice to the voiceless and to bring down corruption and and systems that have been put in place like some of you guys are being assigned to those hard and tough areas and the Lord and the Lord is going to give you grace he's going to give you wisdom he's going to give you the bonus and the confidence for you to do what you're called to do we always have to check our motives. Are we conf- confronting or speaking out to be seen or heard? Do we are or are we truly grieved or burdened by the situation or what we see? Why are we doing what we're doing? Our bonus is what kingdom bonus is truly is a, a kingdom bonus is always is doing what Jesus is doing and saying what Jesus is saying. Like I remember back in the day they used to have the WWJD like what would Jesus do bracelets and I'm just like that was such a powerful little statement in moments where we don't know what to do we need to stop pause and say okay what would Jesus do like what is Jesus doing right now in this moment what is he saying right now in this moment and we need to step out of our own logic step out of our own emotions and feelings and approach whatever it is that we're approaching with what Jesus is saying and what Jesus is doing that's so key we always have to check our heart um uh, Luke six forty five says, "For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak." Which means that whatever is in our heart, it comes out of our mouth. And so, when you see people that can, that we say are bold and they're rude and they're abrupt, and 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 that's because that's that's the junk and the filth that's in their heart, and it's actually coming out of their mouth. So when you see people that are so rude, it's because their heart is tainted. Their heart isn't pure. So one of the 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 best way um to make sure you're operating in kingdom bonus is to keep a pure heart when your heart is pure when your heart isn't tainted with unforgiveness when your heart isn't hardened to the voice of God when your heart isn't um hardened and and and, and disobedience and and there's not you know um judgment and all these yucky things in your heart when your heart is pure a pure heart actually I, I truly believe a pure heart you can hear clearly from God when your heart is pure I fight to keep my heart pure whenever I feel something in my heart or I feel some type of way if 
I don't feel the grace to actually, you know, deal with it in the natural, say something to that person. Or if I can't, I find it hard to get that thing out of my heart. I always pray. I say, God, I can't do this. You have to take it away from me. Take this out of my heart. Um, if I have to forgive someone, they said something, they did something. I have to, I can't afford to have my heart tainted. I can't afford to not have a clean heart. So some of you guys need to go back and, 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 and ask the Lord to reveal what's in your heart. Keep your heart pure. Keep your motives pure. Because if your heart is pure, your motives are pure, God is going to use you in such a mighty, mighty way. Each and every year, I ask the Lord before, you know, the new year, what is this year going to look like for me? What is this next year going to look like for me? And so I did this in 2017, and I asked him about 2018. And one of the things he told me is that he was stretching me. He said, 2018 is going to be a stretching year for you, that you're going to discover the gifts and things that you carry that you didn't know that you carried. And um, when one of the areas he showed me that was work and work, um, it's just March. And I'm just I've dealt with things on my job that I've never had. This is not my first job that I've never dealt with ever in my career. And it's been it's been difficult but yet I remember that God doesn't always call us to easy sometimes he puts us in difficult and tough situations to not only reveal what's on the inside of us but to bring change and to shift an atmosphere and if that looks like me you know actually having things changed at work or if that looks like my mere presence bringing peace into the place or you know declaring and speaking things in the atmosphere whatever that looks like God has me assigned there for a reason and I'm assigned there until he releases me until um to my next season to my next season or whatever whatever is next for next for me or whatever he has for me um next but Kingdom boldness is such a, such a, such a huge and, and, um, broad topic. And I know that I can't tackle it in in one podcast, but I at least wanted to kind of process this thing with you guys. And I think we probably will revisit this again, but I wanted to kind of reveal what the Lord's been showing me and what this process of walking in kingdom boldness look like. For some of you guys, it may look like using your voice. In this season, boldness for me is my voice. It also may look like stepping out and taking risks. I know um, last weekend, yeah, last weekend I was in DMV. I had to um, handle some business <laughs> in DMV. And I saw this man with a cast on his or a brace on his wrist. And I, I am not even going to say I felt like the Lord told me. I know the Lord told me to pray for him. But I was just like, first of all, God, <laughs> this place is filled full. Like, it's like packed. Like, it's standing room only in here. And then I don't know how this man is going to react to me. Okay, I didn't literally, this was my thought process. But I said, okay, God, I'm nervous. Um... If you're telling me to pray for him, I need you to open a door. And so, open a door for me to be able to pray for him. And so, less than like five minutes later, this man just randomly comes over and starts talking to me. And I'm like, oh. So, again, I'm looking at his wrist. I'm like, all right, God, you really are telling me to pray for him. So, I just started a casual conversation. I'm like, what happened to your wrist? And he told me like he broke his finger. 
and the doctors actually had to reset it but they didn't reset it right and I was like are you in pain and he was like yes and I was like well can I pray for you and he was like sure and I said well can I pray for you now and he said yes so I prayed for him and I was a bit too nervous to ask how it felt right after I prayed so I was like Lord I pray you heal him thank you amen and so we actually stood there and talked for almost an hour because that's how packed Denby was and so the Lord showed me that he had a daughter and I saw this wedge between him and his daughter where there was some type of separation between the two of them and so I'm like I don't know this man and I'm like oh my gosh like how am I gonna you know do this where <laughs> uh where I'm you know so I asked him I said do you have children I had to start off with a safe way <laughs> and he said yes I do and then I was like oh do you have a daughter <laughs> so he told me I had children now I'm like okay cool you got a daughter and he was like yes I do have a daughter and then he said but she doesn't want anything to do with me and I was like whoa not only did I see right <laughs> I heard right okay God you're speaking to me and so I said I don't want you to think like I'm all in your business I said but as I'm staying here God is speaking to me about you and he showed me that you had a daughter and he showed me that there was a wedge between the two of you and I said God is going to restore your relationship um, with your daughter and so I gave him that prophetic word and uh, I think we stood there and talked for a couple of more minutes before they called my number and I had to go up. But as I was leaving out of DMV, because he was still waiting, he looked at me and he was like, it was so nice meeting you. Like, I could tell, like, he really was like, whoa, what happened? But that was another level of boldness, me using my voice, me stepping out. And so I share that because... I don't feel like bonus looks the same for everyone. There's not a blueprint to bonus. God may be calling you again to be bold, step out, take risks, or he, your bonus may be uh, sitting back, trusting him and being bold in your faith. Um, I feel like bonus, <laughs> again, God is always calling us to places where we can't do things in our own strength and we have to rely on, rely on him. Um, so whatever that looks like for you, I truly believe that the Lord is going to grow you in this area, that you're going to uh, grow in the area of boldness. And again, being bold is doing and saying what Jesus is saying and what he's doing in that moment and taking a step and saying, OK, God, how do I handle this situation or what are you saying? Like, it's not me moving in my own strength it's not me moving in the flesh it's me being so aligned with the holy spirit so one uh with the holy spirit that i'm always doing and saying what he's doing because when we're always doing and saying what the holy spirit is doing and saying we can't get it wrong you know like even if we feel like it's a hard situation or we had to say a hard thing or do a hard thing if it's what the holy spirit told us to say and what the holy spirit told us to do then we did what was right and so when I look back at that situation on my job a couple of weeks ago and when it felt like it was hard and I cried and I felt like I messed up and the Lord whispered, I'm a lion and a lamb. Sometimes boldness looks like being a lamb. Sometimes it looks like being a lion. But whatever season and whatever place the Lord has you in, just be so in tune with the Holy Spirit. So that's all I have for now who knows maybe as I continue to process through this I'll have more for you guys um on bonus um and and 
yeah i would love to pray for you before we end this podcast lord i just thank you for your daughter i thank you for your son lord i thank you just for your presence yeah i just acknowledge your presence lord i thank you holy spirit even now god i thank you that you have called us to walk in boldness i thank you lord that it's not us doing things in our own strength but it's us being one with you so god i pray even now just for uh your your son i pray for your daughter lord i pray even now god that you will just bring them even closer to you god i pray god just even for a fresh outpouring of your spirit god i pray even now god for a fresh infilling of your spirit lord i pray even now god that they will be one with you god i pray god that they will do and say what you say and do in this season god i pray that their emotions that their fears that nothing will hold them back god i pray even now God just for the spirit of boldness to come upon them God I pray God that they will be bold and bold in their faith I pray God that they will be bold and and say what you tell them to say God I pray that they will be bold and do what you're telling them to do hi Lord I thank you God that they will walk in boldness in this season God I thank you God that the spirit of fear is being broken off of them in the name of Jesus God I thank you God for you have not given them the power the spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind i thank you god that they walk in power i thank you god that their mind is sound i thank you god just for them um, encountering your love like never before for your word says God that perfect love casts out all fear so God let your love be perfected in them God let them know who they are in you God let them see themselves the way that you see them God God I pray even now God that you will open up opportunities and windows and doors for them to walk in boldness God and I pray that they will step out they will take risks God and they will see you move on their behalf like never before God I thank you right now for the grace the grace to be bold the grace to be confident in you God that our boldness must be rooted in you God our confidence must be rooted in you God it should not be rooted in our own abilities in ourselves God but I thank you God that our boldness is rooted in you Lord I bless them, Father. I bless them, God, even for upcoming the upcoming days, God, that they will walk and they will bring the kingdom each and every place that they go. Every where they go father that they will bring change they will be the light that they will bring the light god they will bring truth into every situation god i thank you even now for those you call to dark places lord i pray for the strength i pray for the courage i pray for the boldness god to speak your word to speak the truth god i thank you that they won't compromise and waver god i thank you that they will not be trans tainted by their what their the the places that you on the atmospheres you put them in God but I thank you that they will transform the atmosphere God that the atmosphere won't change them God so I pray even now for a protection around them God for those that you've called to a hard place a dark place God that they won't be tainted by the atmosphere God but that they will shift the atmosphere in the name of Jesus and God I pray even now God for a fresh infilling of strength to come upon them God for those who have been in a hard place for a long time and they're feeling defeated God I thank you now that strength is coming upon them lord i thank you now god 
God, for strength coming upon them even now, Lord. I thank you now for filling them up, Lord. I thank you now, even God, that they will continue to go forth. They will continue to move and do what you've called them to do in this season, God. I thank you they won't waver. I thank you they won't compromise. I thank you they won't give up, God. But God, I thank you, God, that you trust us to walk and, and, and to reveal you and to do what you called us to do, God. God, let us not miss the mark. Let us always do what you're saying. Let us always do what you're doing, God. We thank you, God, that we get to reveal you here in the earth realm, God. We thank you, God, that we get to partner with heaven, God. We thank you, God, that when people see us, they see you, God. I thank you, Lord, that if it's anything in us that needs to die, God, let it die, God. If it's anything in us that's not like you, God, that you will reveal it to us, God, that you will burn it out of us, God. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, God, for purging us, God. I thank you for purifying our motives, God. I thank you for purifying our hearts, God. I thank you for purifying our minds, God. Let us have the mind of Christ, God. Let us love the way that you love, God. Hallelujah, God. If we have not revealed you in the proper way, God, if we misrepresented you, re represented you, God, God, that you will forgive us, God. We thank you for grace, God. We thank you for grace, God. We thank you for grace, God. We thank you, God, that we have the grace to do what you're calling us to do, God. We thank you, God, that we can step out and we can do it, God, because you are with us, Lord. And God, I just pray even now, God, that you will bless your children, God. Bless your son, bless your daughter, Lord. I pray even now that you will confirm and, and that this word, God, will be etched in their hearts, God. That they will walk in boldness at all times, Lord. I thank you, God, that we can be bold because you are with us, God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Whoo! Lord, hallelujah. Yeah, God is faithful. I pray that you guys were blessed by this podcast. Um, let me know your thoughts. And if you guys ever have something that you're like, Patrice, I would love to hear about this. Like, send me if you have any topics. <laughs> but I always try to be Holy Spirit led whenever I'm talking about something. Like, um, and I definitely felt the Lord on this kingdom boldness. So I pray that you were blessed. And until next time, bye-bye.